Welcome to this episode of TMDC. I'm Jason. I'm Chase. And we might be cool. Chase, today I want to talk about something that appears to be a new trend. What's that? Comic book adaptations moving into the R ratings. That would be awesome. So we've got two of the more highly anticipated uh, superhero projects that are that are coming our way. One of them very soon um, in the Daredevil Netflix series. And then next year, um, the Deadpool movie, which is picking up a lot of steam right now since they just begun shooting. Uh, both of these movies are, well, I guess uh, Daredevil's a series, but they're both going to be sort of on the, the mature R rating type, you know, side of the scale, right? Yeah, more dark, gritty, and uh, gory. Very more, uh, Yeah, violent action sequences. Yeah. So. Um, and it's it, it seems like it's kind of picking up steam as, as sort of a trend with these these adaptations. You know, it's it's seeming like uh, with with Suicide Squad that it might be you know the way that they're they're leaning on that. Um, well, well, they're starting to make all these like villain um, centered movies now, and uh, villains are obviously violent, and you want to see them do their violent things. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I I think that that for a lot of these projects like with uh with daredevil and with deadpool obviously for deadpool there's really no other other way to to do him i think that that if you're making an adaptation of deadpool the r rating is absolutely where you go yeah i mean if you were to go if they were to go with like a pg-13 i feel like it would kind of just like you know kind of like flop like wash out you know not a lot of people want to go see it because it's just a violent character not being as violent as he should be yeah just kind of toned down and watered out. Yeah, even like uh, non-comic book fans like that don't know Deadpool very well in the comics mm-hmm. still know they want to see him as a violent character. We saw him a little bit in uh, the Wolverine, or yeah, Wolverine Origins or whatever you want to call X-Men it. X-Men Origins Wolverine. X-Men Origins. And uh, really cool character. Got yeah. everybody psyched. And uh, what is it, like five, six years later that we're actually going to be getting the the movie, the long-awaited movie, long-anticipated movie, yeah, the first X-Men movie to be rated R. So. Yes, and I, it needs to be. I mean, you were telling me about it. Um, that's your opinion. That's pretty much everybody's opinion. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's been a huge outcry from fans at any slight rumor that Deadpool could even possibly be PG-13. There's been a huge um, resistance to that idea. And and obviously, I think they are right in aiming for an R rating, like uh, like Ryan Reynolds uh, said that they are. Um, but I think that uh, I think that there's a good precedent now for them to do that. Like the the same you know the same studio, the same Fox um, studio that that made Kingsman is is going to be the studio that's developing Deadpool. Um, and I think that we saw in Kingsman the the sort of, I guess, type of, of action type of movie that we can s- expect from Deadpool, that, that sort of over-the-top... Yeah, I mean, that's what we want, and that's what we need. Um, if you've ever read a, a Deadpool comic book, which I've only read, like, <clears throat> two, 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 and uh, I already really like the character, yeah. and uh, it'd be perfect to have something along the lines of Kingsman. Um, I don't think they should have a lot of swearing, though. And um, yeah, I think I think the language was more because Kingsman was a British movie than anything. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but um, for all these um, R-rated uh, adaptions of uh, these movies, they need mm-hmm. to be 
you know, not swear so they can fit in with the rest of the PG-13 movies without it sounding weird, you know? If they're so, going to be saying, like, the F word, every other word in their movie, and then they come into, like, X-Men or uh, the Justice League or whatever Batman movie it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it wouldn't it wouldn't feel right if that character is all of a sudden just not swearing anymore, like. Yeah, I mean, they've done that before. Have you seen The Expendables? Like, the first and uh, third yeah. are rated R, and the, the middle it's, one's not. The second one's PG-13. Yeah, and yeah. it's, like, weird because I, like, change their language but yeah i totally get what you're what you're saying like if we were to like let's say let's say if wolverine for instance if if we had a bunch of wolverine solo films and and in his solo films they were rated r and he's going around mouthing off you know saying the f word all the time but then as soon as he's in an x-men movie all of a sudden he's he's not swearing anymore that would it would feel really weird yeah i mean it would be really weird he's already said the f word in two separate x-men movies so I mean, yeah. it might work. Maybe he's just editing himself for the the school. So I mean, it could, it could work, but yeah. I, I do see what you're saying, though. Like, uh, like if we're going to the DC universe and uh, and looking at you know, like the Suicide Squad movie, if if those characters in the Suicide Squad movie are you know are really over the top or overly sexual or overly you know, like their language is is really bad. Um, and then all of a sudden they show up as the villain of a of a Justice League movie or Batman movie or whatever, and they're more tamed, you know? Yeah, yeah. More censoring themselves. Yeah, and I that's you're you're I think you're right on that. Is that when you have a shared universe that you really need to be careful on, you know, if if you're making one of the movies in the shared universe R, but then the rest of them are PG thirteen, you got to be careful on which sort of things you know that you're not changing the character. Yeah, I mean, and obviously you're gonna have a lot of big changes like. Um, <clears throat> If Suicide Squad is going to be rated R, and uh, it's going to be really violent, and then you know they go to Batman or the new Batman that's coming out, Batman vs Superman, mm-hmm. and it's more uh, toned down like violence. They can yeah. still have the same violence, just you know less gore. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and uh, there are different kinds of R movies. There's rated R movies that are like over the top that um, kids should never see, but there are some that you know that my parents let me to watch. Like, I watched uh, Matrix is the one that oh, yeah. comes to mind, where it's not, like, a bad R movie. It's, like, the one of the better R movies. So I think they should go with more of a family-friendly R movie. Mm-hmm. You know, some that the parents might see um, and be like, oh, that's okay, it's just really violent. Yeah. Um, but there's no, you know, nudity or um, too bad of, like, sex things. I mean, they have that in PG-13 movies. Mm-hmm. But just, like... A, an acceptable R movie for kids. I don't know yeah. if that makes any sense. Oh, but... I totally get you. Like the, it'll have you know more, maybe more, more brutal fight scenes, um, and and more of sort of a, I guess a, an impact or a, a darker, darker tones to the movie, but not necessarily the type of movie that's going to leave you feeling, you know, dirty or disgusted or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've kind of been. Uh... De, what is it called? Desensitized. Desensitized yeah. to all these movies. Now I watch them and I'm like, I don't even care. Watch yeah. Kingsman getting people getting cut in half, and I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, and I think I think in a Deadpool movie, I think all that's sort of warranted. You know, having people cut in half, decapitated, whatever it is. Yeah. They should go with more of the like the comic. You know, I mean, he's a comic book, so it makes sense to go more of like a comic feel. Yeah, like and, an over the top uh, R rated movie. Yeah, violence, like, but I mean, most of the time, violence isn't actually that bad, mm-hmm. especially when it's in uh, movies like this. Yeah. So well, and I think I think that that's kind of the interesting thing that will that will sort of see play out is is which side of the of the R rated spectrum these movies are going to go to because 
with with Deadpool, obviously, this is going to be one of those more over the top movies like Kingsman or or any of the Tarantino movies like Django or Kill Bill, where it's you know heavy on the action, heavy on the violence, lots of blood, lots of gore, lots of sometimes swearing. I'm not sure if we'll see that from Deadpool. Um, I hope not, because even if I'm watching a Deadpool movie, I don't want to. I just don't want that vibe of a movie. I just want it really violent and cool. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. and. I do wonder, like, like with uh, with Suicide Squad or, or what we see from Daredevil, it seems like both of those are going to be a bit more on the grounded side. Like, like if we're looking at, at recent movies, you know, Kingsman is kind of on that side of of a really over the top, you know, far fetched type of our movie. But then if we look at say a movie like American Sniper or Fury, it seems like you know, like those are are more grounded, kind of. Uh, down to earth, you know, there there is still a good amount of violence in them. Yeah, there's more realistic violence. Like when you yeah. see like someone get shot in the head, like or in Fury, the guy gets caught on fire. Yeah, and the, like real life situations where people are dying, and it's they're more grounded, so it's more you know real to you. So it's like, oh, that's that's bad. But when you see something like in Kingsman, like someone getting cut directly in half, it's just you get one of those like, oh, yeah. that just happened. No way. Yeah, and it's more it's, like it a... just doesn't seem as real because like, ah, oh, that would never happen. So yeah. It's almost um, like if you were to take a comic book and put it directly onto the screen, it feels more like like comic book violence, comic book logic, almost like reality and physics. Yeah, so yeah. it's it'll I be mean, like I I I think that Suicide Squad. I mean, and obviously, since Suicide Squad has to be more cohesive with its universe than Deadpool does. Um, I mean, DC's more on the more grounded side right now. For sure, um, we haven't seen too many movies except for Man of Steel. Yeah. But they they definitely so, tried to ground Superman quite a bit in Man of Steel. So I mean, it'll be cool to see a different comic book universe, the DC universe, more of a grounded and grittier and darker mm-hmm. version of uh, you know than Avengers and like Marvel because Marvel is like totally over the top. You know, everything's just uh, you know it works for them. So. Yeah. Do you do you think that uh, Suicide Squad will be DC if it is, if it even is? I think Suicide Squad is DC. Yes. Well, so do, <laughs> do you do you think that if Suicide Squad does end up being R-rated, do you think that that will be the only R-rated movie in the DC slot, or do you do you think that any of the other ones that DC is making could end up doing that? Um, I don't know. I think that a lot of the movies, like um, Dawn of Justice, uh-huh. is definitely PG thirteen. Yeah, it has to be Aquaman. Yeah, all like the the kid friendly ones, but I, ones. I don't even know if Suicide Squad is going to be. Yeah, I, like, and that's if, something. If I think about it, I mean, I feel like it would almost have to be, but at the same time, I could, I could see it going either way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see an R movie, um, but I wouldn't be too bummed out if it was PG thirteen. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, and th- this part, like, this is sort of the the part that's interesting to me with with Marvel is that so they are doing the the whole defenders series you know the the for the Netflix series and everything yeah for the Netflix series so they're doing you know Daredevil Jessica Jones Luke Cage uh Iron Fist but the the thing that I'm wondering is so since they are like obviously with um with Daredevil it's it's going to be a a pretty heavy you know, not R-rated since it's for TV, but TVMA, you know, the, the violence and, and everything, the blood and, and gore are going to be pretty intense. I wonder if any of that's going to spill over into their movies or if all of it's just going to stay... 
Well, is Daredevil part of the MCU? He is. Yeah, the entire Defenders are part of the MCU. They're just in a separate sort of section. Of well, it. shoot, man. I don't know. Like, I don't know how that would fit in with uh, that. I mean, X-Men isn't part of the M- MCU, so Deadpool. No, yeah. None of that affects anything in the you know Iron Man and stuff. Yeah, that's all just the, the Fox X-Men universe. X- yeah, X-Men universe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so they'll have uh, the Defenders have a more, I don't know. I don't know what to expect with the Daredevil. I think it's going to be yeah. more like a gritty, you know, darker, but not like, you know, swear too much or have too much like sex scenes or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, and I don't think it will either. I just like, I wonder, it's like, so one one Marvel movie that I think could, I, I guess has the most potential to get an R rating would be Doctor Strange. Why? They're, so they're, because they, the director that they have doing it is a horror director. All the movies he's directed are horror movies. Well, dude, I don't know anything about Doctor Strange. I it's, mean, uh, I'm I don't have a lot of knowledge of comic book like uh, the lesser known comic book characters like Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him, so, so yeah, I can't really tell you. But <laughs> he's like so. Basically, I mean, basically, Doctor Strange is just the the um, they call him the Sorcerer Supreme. He's the you know the the protector of Earth against all mystical things, anything that's otherworldly or magic related is what he uh he protects us from and so it's kind of like i don't know it's it's sort of that otherworldly type of uh like darker more scary you think dr strange yeah. is gonna be a horror movie it could be because the so the, here's let like me horror let me, genre kind of yeah because let me give you a rundown of the movies that this guy's directed his name's scott derrickson he's a good director i'm not a huge uh i'm not a huge horror movie fan but at the same time i mean he's done some good horror movies um the exorcism of emily rose was his uh debut movie that movie was was really successful um the day the earth stood still that was uh i think keanu reeves was in that movie um let me see and make sure i didn't think that one didn't go very well did it that one did not yeah um because i mean it was a a uh uh, not a reboot, but like a. There's a remake of a fifties. Yeah, a remake. There we go. Of a fifties one. I knew that. Um, I worked at Cinemark when that came out, and I just remember nobody came to it. Yeah, that movie was weird. It just looked uninteresting. I talked to people that actually did see it, and they were just like, I don't even know what was going on. Yeah, so. and like his. So let's see. the The next movie after that was Sinister, which was another one that was like you know sort of mixed reviews. Um, then after that, Deliver Us from Evil, another mixed review type of horror movie. Well, that's how most horror movies are. Yeah, that's true. It's just cheesy and tacky, kind of. Yeah. But that's that's the biggest thing that I've sort of wondered. It's just like with the fact that like he doesn't have a single non-horror movie that he's directed. Well, I don't know. That'll be weird to you know throw in a horror movie, especially a rated R movie, into the MCU along with like Iron Man and Spider-Man. And, well, yeah, yeah now the new, new Spider-Man. And it... It could be like it could be this not R because a lot of his movies haven't been R like um, Exorcism of Emily Rose, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Those were not R. Um, they were PG thirteen. Sinister was R, um, and then uh, Deliver Us from Evil, I believe, was R. Yeah, um, and so he's kind of got a mix there. But I feel like it it could if any Marvel movie were to be to get an R rating, I think that that one would. But I wonder. I don't think so. Like in my opinion, like I don't know anything about Doctor Strange, but in my opinion, when the it's a uh, it's a Disney property right now, 
So Disney yeah, is not going to be making any R movies, especially with their largest franchise right now. Um, well, aside from well, Star Wars, yeah. but right now they've got Marvel, and that's their one of their biggest things they're going with right now. And I don't think they want to risk any rated R movies, and they want to keep a family. Well, and that was that was the surprising part is even because like they they still do own the Netflix series too. Yeah, so that's why I don't think that's going to be. Um, and maybe maybe dark. the Netflix series will be their outlet for that type of thing, and maybe that's the only part that do, we'll see. Does Disney even have an R-rated movie? Have they ever made one? That's a good question. We'll have like, to look I'm thinking up. about that now, and I'm like, I don't know. They pr- they probably don't, and so that would probably answer that question right there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Disney now, so yeah. Disney's about family from friendly movies, they which are. is kind of weird that they have Marvel. Um, yeah. So one one kind of question I had was. Um, Let's let's like if we look at the Wolverine, the the movie from 2012 um, with Silver Samurai, Japan, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> with that movie, there were there were a lot of rumors early on that it was going to have an R A R rating. Um, it did in theaters. It ended up having PG thirteen. Uh, the director's cut itself was was a little bit more on the side of R. There's a lot more violence. Um, but personally, in your opinion, do you think that 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 movie was better off being PG-13, or do you think it would have been better off being R-rated? Yeah, I mean, I think the Wolverine, especially with all its background and history, mm-hmm. that, you know, it works as a, a PG-13 movie. There's plenty of violence. I mean, he's killing people. There's not a whole bunch of gore, which mm-hmm. would be cool, you know, to see old Wolverine just shred people apart. But honestly, I can watch a, a Wolverine movie without that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wolverine's cool enough, and I think it worked. I think it was fine, and I think it was a better choice um, for the studio um, mm-hmm. to make it a PG-13 movie because, um, you know, you have a wider audience and not a lot of people like the, the R-rated people that want to go see R-rated movies are going to want to, you know, going to go see Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. You know? so, I get what you're saying. I don't I, know. I, like, uh, I'm sort of split on it because, at this, like, on, on the one hand, I, I actually did really enjoy that movie a lot um, and it did have a lot of violence in it considering it was PG-13. Um yeah, especially the scene where he has to cut. Um I can tell that it was edited when I watched. I watched it about a week ago. Uh-huh. And uh you can see the scene where he's cutting into his own oh, yeah. stomach he's like and reaching, he's reaching in grabbing that, that and uh, they kind of like um pan away from it and I, I was you know you can kind of tell that they filmed a little bit more cuz it was really graphic what they showed. Mm-hmm. And they didn't show very much of it, mm-hmm. but I kind of tell that they wanted to show a little bit more, and uh, that's kind of the reason I thought like, oh, maybe that's why it was rated R at first, and they had to edit all that out. Yeah, like, well, let's just make it rated R and make a little bit more uh, gore and blood for everything else. But you know, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like I I did really enjoy that movie, um, and on, like I I liked the director's cut a lot, and I think that the director's cut was closer to. Uh, what they would have gone for if they had gone for an R rating, which basically was just more violence. Um, but with the character of Wolverine, with how loved he is, and especially by kids in general, I think that they would have shot themselves in the foot by going for R on him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but then, I guess, sort of to to top off the whole conversation on uh, on these specific movies, in regards to the ones that we've got coming up, um, the Daredevil series and and the Deadpool movie, which one are you more excited for and why? Deadpool. Deadpool? I mean, if they're going to go for like a more of a Kingsman uh, feel to it, then I'm mm-hmm. totally down. Because I love Kingsman. I love the, the you know, comic book violence and stuff and everything. 
and just like the light light hearted feel, you know, because it's like a lighter, not light hearted, but like a more fun, more over yeah, the, the top. fun, you know. I mean, if you're watching like uh, other movies that are like uh, a little bit darker, mm-hmm. then it's really cool, but it's not as fun. Yeah, yeah. I just prefer the more um, comic booky, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man. So no, I totally get you there. I, I don't know. What about you? You more excited for Daredevil or Deadpool? It's I I am really excited for for Deadpool. Um, my my excitement, especially after seeing the set photos of Ryan Ryan Reynolds' face all torn up and and prosthetic and all that stuff. Yeah, I saw those. Those are pretty cool. I I am excited for Deadpool, but Daredevil's kind of edging it out right now. Um, and and normally I am way more for the over to, over the top type of of movies. I love Tarantino movies. I loved Kingsman. Um. But I and it could be just that Daredevil is is coming out in eight days now um, from when we record this, so probably about a week from when uh, we get this up. Um, but just something about Daredevil just has me super excited from the trailers, seeing that we're going to get such a, a true to the comics, scary adaptation of the Kingpin. Um, just the amount of violent, you know, it looks like it's just really going to be a brutal show. Um, I'm I'm really excited for Daredevil. Yeah, I mean it looks really dramatic. Which I mean I, I love those kind of movies as well. Uh-huh. Um, and those uh like TV shows. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. Um, except for Arrow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Arrow's pretty pretty cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if they go for a more, you know, it'll be cool because there'll be ten episodes, right? And they're an hour long, so it's like a ten hour movie. Yeah. And it's on Netflix, so you can watch it all in a row. So yep. uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna binge the crap out of that thing this weekend. Yes. Or so. next weekend. Yeah. Whatever weekend after you you know. Yeah. Never mind. The weekend of let's see. Oh yeah, it comes out on a Friday, dude. So, next Friday? Yeah, next Friday. We should just dude stay up all night and all day Saturday. Yeah. I mean, that's how long it'll screw take. everything else. Yeah, who cares about life? Yeah, I know. Well I mean, <laughs> we'll live stream it. We'll record all eleven hours of us watching Daredevil. Yeah, with the commentary, so we'll be like just the shadows in the front talking. Yeah, it'll be great. We can just release that and have, have people queue it up and then just binge the season with us. I'm totally kidding. That's not happening. Yeah, no. I mean, we, we can binge the season, if you but got we're excited, not recording it. But if you got excited, then that's that's kind of weird. But yeah, whatever. it is a little weird. Um, if it's your thing, yeah, go for it. Whatever you're thinking, <laughs> man. Do you, do you have uh, any more to say on this topic, Chase? Um, well, I was going to talk a little bit about, you know, Suicide Squad. Yeah, go for it. Um, if they were, okay, I was going to, we kind of kind of skipped over this, but like if uh, Suicide Squad was going to be an R-rated movie, mm-hmm. I think they should go not in the Kingsman direction and not more, not like a really dark and serious dramatic. I think, mm-hmm. have you seen The Equalizer? Yes. Yeah. Equalizer with kind of a little bit of both, you know, it was really violent. It was really um, grounded and that's what DC's going for. Yeah. You know, just like grounded violence but still really cool like um so i think that if suicide squad was going to be our movie that would be the perfect direction to go i think that that is i think you're right on that because i mean they do have these characters like harley quinn and joker and and uh yeah they have to have like that com like comedic comic um side to them because that's how the characters are yeah um but they need to it needs to be more grounded in in the universe i mean um almost john wick yeah, um, with a little bit more crazy. Characters, yeah, yeah. You know, so like, like a little bit more. Uh, if they had, if it. they were to do Deathstroke in the movie, yeah. um, which is you know rumored now, and just have him like I John Wick, just do. boom, 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 killing everybody because that's Deathstroke's 
that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. So I really hope they do. I, I kind of want to see like that dynamic between Deadshot and Deathstroke, like how they kind of hate each other, sort of rivals there, you know, and if they're forced to work together or if, if you know, like uh, like let's, you know, say, and I, I still think that it's the Joker is going to be kind of their, their target um that the suicide squad is sent after i think it's going to be a little bit more complicated than that but that is that Probably. i agree that's kind of like something because i mean joker's not going to be a part of the suicide squad has he yeah. ever been a part of the suicide like an official member i don't think so like i don't think that would work i mean the character is the joker he yeah doesn't yeah. work with the character his, his thing is that he doesn't follow plans and creates chaos yeah so that would not work too well so although it could end up being that like Maybe, maybe like, and maybe that's why Deathstroke is is rumored so late here. Is maybe that Deathstroke is the target that they're sending the Suicide Squad after, and then the Joker somehow ends up messing up what they're trying to do. Who knows? I don't know. Now I'm getting really excited for Suicide Squad. Like, <laughs> like more than Deadpool and uh, more than uh, everything. Uh, like Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. Um, like Suicide Squad, I think it's gonna be cool because like. Those are some of my favorite characters. Yeah. Is uh, the DC and uh, I like villains. And these are kind of like anti-heroes in this movie. So if it's got a little bit of a violence, like rated R tone to it. Yeah. But not too much. It'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. Well, and and you you liked Fury a lot, didn't you? I like Fury. It's not my favorite kind of movie. It's uh, really grounded and really dramatic, you know. Uh Uh-huh. But they do have a lot of violence and it's really cool. But I like more of a, a John Wick violence. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's, when you're talking uh, about R-rated movies and violence, I love John Wick. Um, nothing too complicated and confusing in the storyline. Just some dude gets his car stolen. Yeah, and yeah. He kills the entire mom. Gets <laughs> his car stolen and his dog killed, and then yeah. he just goes and it's, after it's pretty grounded, but it's you know pretty out there. So I don't know. We'll have to see um, if these movies are rated R and how they're going to be. So I mean, we've never seen. R-rated movies, um, comic book movies, except for... Yeah, just Punisher, Punisher and Kingsman. Yeah, the Punisher movies and then Kingsman are the only ones that I can really think and of. Punisher failed, right? I've seen the first one. It was awful. Yeah. The I don't remember it being R. I thought it was PG-13, but I could be mistaken. Yeah, both of the Punisher movies were R. Um, the first one I was kind of indifferent on. Um, the second one I didn't like at all, Punisher Warzone. Um but yeah, we haven't seen too much on the superhero side of things. I mean, I think that like those might have scared a lot of uh, the producers or whatever whoever yeah. makes the movies and stuff into not making rated R movies because they're like, oh, they're just they're not going to work, even if they are cool movies. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like they can do better movies than those Punisher movies for sure. So, um, speaking of the Punisher, since since Marvel does now have the rights to the Punisher back. How do you think they should introduce him? So do you think they should introduce him in one of like the Captain America or Avengers movies? Or do you think they should do it in the Netflix series? What do you think? Well, he is like a darker, like anti-hero. Yeah. Um, which they don't have in the MCU right now. I mean, all the superheroes in the MCU mm-hmm. are like, you know, good guys, superheroes. I mean, Iron Man's a little iffy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I think right now he's like on the top of his like uh moral game you know he's a good guy <laughs> yeah he doesn't do anything bad especially at the end of iron man 3 yeah so yeah that's that's what i was thinking too but i mean to add kind of a little bit of a different dynamic with uh an anti-hero into the mcu mm-hmm. like someone that doesn't really follow the i mean i don't know punisher was ever an avenger no not at all yeah so it'd be cool to have like a separate like kind of character that's not an avenger yeah in uh the in mcu the franchise because everybody a part of the mcu is well, except for the Guardians. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> um, 
they're all Avengers. Yeah. So. Yeah, I and this this is the part that's kind of exciting me now is we've got the Netflix series with the Defenders and they're not ever I mean or at least for a while they won't ever be Avengers. Daredevil um, was I remember a couple of years ago I saw something. Yeah, before he, I, so, he was in the comic books. It was like Daredevil's an Avenger now. So. Yeah, well, so they all cool. or well at least I know for sure Daredevil and Luke Cage have both been Avengers at, at certain points in the comics. But I just mean in the MCU right now until after the Defenders series comes out. None of these guys are going to be joining the Avengers. Um, and then we've also got, you know, like a lot of different character development going on, like uh, Crossbones at the end of Winter Soldier, how he was left off. Um, and I think that Punisher and Crossbones could kind of be that sort of that dichotomy, like that that um, chaotic good versus chaotic evil, like, you know, yeah. that two sides of that line type of thing, because they're both you know, former like black ops guys, um, you know, and I think they could introduce Punisher as like a shield agent or someone like that and then sort of have them play that opposite role with each other. I mean, that'd be cool. Um, but I don't like Punisher. I don't see him in the plan, like, um, Marvel's plans for anything because he doesn't really mm. fit into anything right now. He doesn't right now. That's Cause for I mean, sure. they're all focusing on like the big heroes and they've got Ant-Man and uh, Dr. Strange coming and black Panther. Mm-hmm. So, to throw in um, the Punisher, especially because he doesn't fit in well, I don't. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't see it happening. I don't. I don't think they'll so, make a solo movie with the Punisher. That's what all. I was thinking. They, if they were going to introduce him, their best bet would be the Daredevil Netflix series. You think so? Yeah, to have him in there somewhere um, would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's where he fits in the best is is in those any of those Defenders series whether it's you know Daredevil Luke Cage Iron Fist or Jessica Jones even or even the Defenders series itself I think that's where he fits in best um a couple of things that I I'd be kind of like really I think would be really cool to see is either if he was introduced in Civil War or if he was introduced in Spider-Man the reason I say Spider-Man is because that's when Punisher was originally introduced in the first place. And that would be cool. Yeah. And he was, so he was, he was actually, he had a contract on Spider-Man. He was hired to kill Spider-Man. And that's when, when Punisher mm-hmm. first came around. Um, and so I think it'd be kind of cool for that, just for that sort of like nostalgia almost where you're like, oh, it's the same way they did in the comics, you know? Yeah. So they could introduce the Punisher just kind of as like a secondhand kind of like, uh, almost a cameo. Yeah. Like a, and then they could continue him and yeah, whatever. Like else. if they were to need him, but like I think as a character, he's better mm-hmm. to have his own movie. But he fits more in the defenders yeah. category, you know. So yeah, it's kind of hard for there. to incorporate that character. So it really is, especially with how like with how established the MCU is. Like at this point, let's say if if something were to happen where they had like shared the rights to the X Men with Fox, they wouldn't have anywhere to go with that yeah the X, that's what like everybody's getting mad i have this guy well that i work with it's like oh they need the x-men in civil war they no. need and i was like i told him the x-men's not even a part of the civil war in the yeah, first place they stayed out of it like on purpose yeah but he's <laughs> convinced that whatever he read was opposite it was oh, the x-men gosh. civil war version you know oh like the x-men tie-in to civil war yeah they so they had their own like it. little civil war and i think that's what he's talking about but yeah and he's like they need the x-men in the MCU, and I was no, like, they don't no, fit anywhere. No, don't. And I personally like to see them separate. Absolutely, because X Men has so many characters that it's, they're yeah, good on so their big. own. And uh, the MCU has the you know, the rest of the characters. And uh, now that they've got um, Spider Man, they've got a million more characters. Yeah. And uh, I was okay with Sony having a separate universe for Spider Man. Yeah, I was fine with that too. And 
it was working for me, but apparently it wasn't, wasn't working for everybody. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, and it's still like it's one foot in, one foot out because they'll be doing like their their own movies will still sort of be separate. Like they'll be kind of shared with the MCU, but not quite. You know, yeah, like they'll they're be doing their own separate. multiverse with different multiverses, <laughs> right? Yeah, we showed that this was yesterday. A good April Fool's joke. Yeah. April, wait, what? April Fool's? <laughs> wait, are you saying they're not doing that? Shut up, thanks. <laughs> Oh, I'm so disappointed right now. If you guys want a good kick, and it, it start like they start the thing is like they. I know. It, I was, at first, I'm like, I'm like, well. no way, no way, they're doing this. Yeah, this is kind of cool. And then it's like, f you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like you, you get further down the list. Like, but the time I realized it, and I'm ashamed that it took me this long. The Dude. time I realized it was when they had the Spider-Man turn off the dark universe, where that it was that that play. That I they was tried so to confused. Do. I was like, <laughs> are you serious? What are they gonna do with that? And then it kept going, and it was like. <laughs> this is fake. I yeah. didn't even realize until like the last one. And I was like, oh. I don't know. There was like the Black Spider-Verse. That was the one where I was like, it's just like Black Spider-Man 1, Black Spider-Man 2, Black Spider-Man I was like, 3. It's like Spider-Man, but black. And I was like, isn't that like <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man? But uh, like, yeah. okay. I don't no. know. Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it was like, but it was kind of a cool idea where you're like, oh my gosh, they keep like the, the Sam Raimi movies, they keep them in a separate universe. Then like, oh, Andrew Garfield, like, not back, but he could be back in the future, maybe. Like, I know, that's like, really cool. Like, that doesn't, I don't know if that fits, but that'd be a cool idea. Yeah. I, I was like, I oh, don't Spider-Man know. 2099, that's sick. I mean, it's a cool idea. I think they should do something like that. <laughs> yeah. But. but, no, that was funny. Um, Yeah, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash that might be cool to check that out. Um, I As always. talking any faster. Um, as always, check out our Instagram at that might be cool. Twitter at that might be cool. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email us. Um, let's see, feedback at that might be cool dot com is our email address. Uh, anything else? Feel free to leave us a five star rating on iTunes because we love that and it helps people find us a little bit easier. Oh yeah! If you do have things to say, like if you don't think we're quite up to that five star rating, please send us a feedback email first. Let us know what we can improve on, and we'll try to improve on that. We love getting those five stars though because it definitely helps other people see us. Um, Chase, do you have any other uh, things to share with the group? I just want to say thanks for listening. So uh, absolutely, come back later. We'll have one up soon. And um, yeah, yeah. So this this will be uh, posted here when obviously you're listening to it right now. But uh, pretty quick after this, maybe maybe about a week after. Who knows? They we'll, have no idea when we recorded this. So yeah, but we'll we'll post <laughs> another episode finally reviewing the Winter Soldier like we've been promising. Um, yeah, sorry yeah. we have been a little bit busy. Um, <laughs> we're currently have. in a two month um, competition on a restoration for an off road truck with my cousin. <laughs> if you saw on our Instagram. Um, but I will try harder to uh, make time for um, our awesome podcast because it's yeah. so much fun. Well, and, and and thanks to all the international listeners too. I was looking at our at our listening stats. We've got there's so there's some listeners in Sweden, the UK, Sweden, uh, Sweden. All right, the UK, yeah. um, thanks Swedish people, Germany, and then there's one other somewhere in in Asia. And I uh, sorry for not remembering, but like thanks to all the international listeners. Like that's awesome. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. And then also the the listeners in the U.S. across the states. We've got officially from coast to coast. We had a listener um, listen to our last episode in Maine. We've already had some in California, so now we went all the way up to the the furthest northeast. So we're we're coast to coast now in the U.S. Awesome, man. But yeah, thanks thanks for listening and, and stay uh, tuned. Yeah, keep being cool. <laughs>